Just give me because you're drunk. Tracy, I'm, I'm like how I was yesterday. And I didn't expect it. It's because we're on an empty stomach. You had the blast yesterday. I had the blast? You had the blast of what your life. What the hell is the blast? The blast of your life. I had a blast. <laughs> I did. If I wasn't your cousin, your life would be so boring. All right. Yeah, it, it probably would. No, it wasn't because you actually live life with your friends. But do you know what I love about myself? What? I enjoy everything. Like my friend you said to me. do. My friend said to me one time, like I must have made a, I do some TikTok videos sometimes. Yeah. Angie, I'm sorry. This is the moment that I blow my own trumpet. I feel like, no, no, genuinely, when I look look at you, I just think, but this was my behavior when I was younger. Mm. I would get up, I would travel, remember? Mm, mm, mm. When you lived, I would always, I'm always I don't think we even lived together because I don't remember you being in the house. I actually don't (laughs) remember you being in the house. Angie, do you remember? No, I I don't. I was everywhere doing I don't. everything i said auntie bookie <laughs> auntie bookie auntie bukola because i was gallivanting li- i used to gallivant I and used she to- never used to invite me because you guys. were literally nine okay. years old yeah okay but <laughs> and let i me was get this 19 <laughs> wow yes it's only you were 19 yes i'm good 10 years older than you babe wait something's just clicked in my brain when you were 25, I was 15. Yes. When I was doing it all of those sense parties, why she, didn't invite she me. used to cry in your room, like, no, why no, no. can't you come? You was, were 15. Let's, let's be real. What it was, was that I have a sister that's like three years older than me. So me and my sister did everything together. But then, because she was a bit older than me, you lot could go out with her oh, yeah. and not me. So I'll be at home <laughs> with Mary and Sandra, like my mum and her mum. What am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> This all, I just I can't lie. my life. That phase was lit, but don't worry. This no, is, this, this is, is even better. This is a, Babe, what? this is a this is Fumi's a. Fumi's got nothing on me Babe. now, Jake. Nah. <laughs> Listen, you're enjoying well, yeah, now. No, it's different. No, this is what I was gonna say. I really love myself. It sounds. It's not even vain because I feel like it's been a process to like get to the point where you're like just really happy and content. So I don't I care. Think I'm very gonna... lucky, if I'm honest. I, I have to. Be, I think like you have a lot of privilege. <sighs> Because you were the youngest. Do you know what, I feel yeah? like if you were not the youngest, you probably wouldn't have... There's, there's things that you've learned from everyone around oh, you that's older oh, subconsciously. That's why you've been able 10%. to do... Do you think that... Everything that I'm doing now, hmm. I'm not young. So everything that I'm doing Tracy, now, I would have been doing it... You know when, 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 me, when me and Moses had this conversation, yeah? Because we even, we even got into the same like, flow of conversation. And I was like... I've, I thank God every day that not only am I like the youngest like out of me mm, and my sister, mm, but like mm. out of my cousins and yeah, stuff. Yeah. My cousins are a good 10, 15, 20 years older than me. So I don't know if it's like everyone has this when they're youngest, but I've been sitting back for years. You don't think I'm not listening to your conversation? You're listening. You don't think I'm not and watching I, your journey? <laughs> like I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll take that for the future. Mm. And I've literally taken so many mental notes. Mm-hmm. I feel like, it's like a little bit of a cheat code. Mm, like, mm, I feel like... I've, I love that for you. I love it for me. Do you know what? Me. There's some people who have that privilege and, and they do not implement it. But you... That's saying. why I said... No one can come and tell me nepotism. Because what? a lot You've of people... Worked. Mm. What? They will sit there and... You just... Hi, guys. Welcome back to the 2 and 2 podcast. I'm your host, Angie. And today, I'm with the one and only Tracy D. So Tracy is a director. She's a CEO of her own production company. What I like to do with all my guests is I like to tell, I like to ask them, what are you most proud of that you've done? Because a lot of people like speak negativity onto themselves. So I just want you to big up yourself for like a minute. Go. First of all, thanks for having me on. Like this You're is welcome. so. 
out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, what am I proud of? Yeah. What are you most proud of that you've done this year, for example? Oh, okay. So the list goes on and on. No, and on. no, no. no, no. It I does. feel like there's one standout one for me yeah. that I didn't expect mm. um, to happen that actually happened. And it's being a training director on a TV series. Um, I remember the beginning of the year, I mm. literally wrote down goals. I was sitting in my uncle's house. I usually go to Nigeria every December. Yeah. Um, this year, sorry, last year, stayed in London. I was in my uncle's house in Surrey. Every time I'm there, like I just have heaps of bursts of inspiration mm. because the house is crazy. I went there and I said to myself, like, I want to kind of push my boundaries mm. and start something for myself. Mm. Um, about a year and a half ago, or I would say coming up to two years now, I decided to like stop being a videographer. Mm put my camera down I had no idea where my next job would come from but yeah. I just said to myself that if I know that I want to move from videography to directing I kind of have to set step. a boundary yeah. and even if that means not having work for a period of time yeah that couple of months was I depressing I love the way you did it you know I feel do you like remember I, Tracy <laughs> there's not a step in this journey yeah, that, that I don't remember don't we're, like, we're gonna go through the whole journey because we speak about it the funniest yeah. thing is like whenever I tell people to come on this podcast they always say like oh, are you sure like yeah and I don't like when I was thinking about Tracy's journey honestly the whole journey and That's I feel it. like the transition from videography to I feel like you decided in your mind I want to be a director and then you just started put like you yeah. just started introducing yourself as a director yeah. you literally. changed your bio like literally. you literally just said right I'm taking off some content <laughs> on my page so I can like push myself out there as a director literally. and then obviously I feel like with the crave industry as well you kind of need like a portfolio of work 100%. so once you got one like director mm -hmm, job mm -hmm, mm -hmm. posted that it's mm -hmm. like okay now this is mm -hmm. evidence that I'm a director yeah. like, I remember it was the creative direction that you did for young blue yeah, yeah young blue and that was and who? that was a milestone in david day that yeah. was a casual. That was a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big milestone for me because it gained a lot of traction. Yeah. Those are two world-renowned artists. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was just so honored to be on that job. Yeah. You know, in this industry, it's a lot about who you know mm. as well. And I was blessed to know, and naturally, not even because I even wanted anything out of these people in, yeah. in the beginning, mm. but I was able. I've been going to Nigeria for a very long time, so I was able to meet people along the way yeah just you know through that it's meant that you can like meet people but you don't know that in the future like what opportunities they can provide Honestly, to you yeah. and that's why i'm always open to i i, I have my close network of friends that mm -hmm. i've been friends with for if you know me you know who my friends yeah, are yeah, but yeah. i know a lot of people and i feel mm -hmm. like that's something that when i started taking videography directing seriously i was able to leverage that mm -hmm. because before it was just like okay i know this person i know that person i yeah. know how yeah. what for yeah but yeah. i was able to kind of use that to i would say progress in yeah. the space that i really really yeah. wanted to be in for sure yeah. but i want to get more into your journey so like when did you what well, first of all what was your first job ever in life <laughs> like from you let's talk about in from life. uni, what did you study in uni again? I did media. Media, so, yeah, yeah, so it made media, sense. Yeah. So you always kind of knew I that you wanted production. to. Yeah, I knew that I wanted to work in the media space. I remember at know. one point I wanted to be a presenter. I was so hell-bent on being a presenter. I even, I remember I was obsessed with um, Tokia Makinwa. Um, I used to watch her videos. <laughs> one time I emailed her and I think she even responded. Oh. My heart was beat. Ooh. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> who, who I am now, presenting is not really my remit. I just feel like... I wanted to do something in the media space. Mm -hmm. And back then, 
I was just like, okay, next best thing is yeah. presenting. But yeah. as I kind of figured out what I wanted to, I always knew that I didn't want to be a photographer either. Mm. I knew that You've I wanted said to. That. Yeah, and I yeah. don't. I I love. I can appreciate a, a nice picture. Yeah, but it's not something that you're it's like just, yeah. passionate about. Mm -hmm. So so you studied media, yes. and then when you came out of uni, what was your first job? When I came out of uni, my yeah. first job. You remember? Oh, oh, I was I was working in investment banking. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I got an investment banking job before I even graduated. Okay, yeah. Um, through a previous friend of mine. Mm. She was working on the sales desk in a on in FX. Yeah, yeah. In an investment bank. And she got me an internship. And that's <laughs> mad that you went from media to banking. I, Sorry, I was <laughs> sitting there. I didn't know a clue of any of the buzz, any of the lingo. I had to learn everything from scratch. I'm sorry. And I studied journalism <laughs> and I work in journalism, and I still feel like <laughs> and I imagine, don't know what's imagine, going imagine on. Imagine working on the, yeah. on the sorry on the trading floor. Yeah, that's what people go to university and study economics. I was sitting next to people who went to like the best mm. private schools in the in the world mm. in in the UK. Sorry, that's crazy. And yeah, it just. It was a great experience. I learned a lot of fundam fundamentals yeah, yeah. that I still p apply in yeah. what I do now. Yeah. But to do that long term, it just wasn't me. And then you, so from investment banking, you transitioned into. I transitioned. I did different various jobs within banking, and then it was out actually out of the frustration of hating banking that I p literally I used to sit on my desk camera. and like watch youtube stuff mm. about videography and stuff i learned See, that's how you know what you're passionate about yeah i learned to use the camera mm. through jobs that i managed to get yeah i remember uh, ade like one of my best friends one of your best friends literally my husband but yeah he used to follow me on jobs because mm. i would need an, an assistant mm -hmm. oh my god if it wasn't for I'd, listen i would go on these jobs my hand would be shaking i would be pretending like i'd know what i'm doing i'll be i don't know what i was I doing like that's just how that's just but how that's how i learned yeah. that's how i learned and luckily i just had a good network of people again yeah. that i was able to kind of get jobs from and yeah. it was it's a domino effect do you know when yeah. you first started? Obviously, you're a woman, and I feel like yeah. just being a woman alone, yeah. like you already. It was different. Like, for example, you come on set, and people might already yeah. think, mm -hmm. "Who like who's this girl type?" Of, how would you describe your journey overall? If you had to like title it, like would you say it's been smooth sailing? I mean, it's not been smooth nah. sailing, but I would say it's been steady. Mm. I would say it's been. I feel steady. like it's been, it's been like steady. obvious progression. Yeah, it's been steady. Yeah. It hasn't been fast. Yeah, but it's been steady. It's like. What I wanted for my journey was to look back at each year and be in a position where I'm happy mm. and I'm not doing the exact type of projects that I was mm. doing before or I'm a step closer to the type of projects that I wanted to be doing. Mm. Um, and that just took me setting in boundaries because I got to a point where people knew that I was doing videography and yeah. would, when, because I knew that wasn't my end goal, mm they would keep coming to me for videography. And mm -hmm. I had to just, one day I was like, I literally, I can't remember what happened. Maybe I didn't have a great shoot yeah. or whatnot, but I came home and I said to myself, I think I even called you, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I literally said that I'm not picking up the camera. I'm, not holding, I'm not holding the camera again. Wait, was that just because you were actually sick of Because I can't, like, when I used to go to set with her, I used to think, how on earth are you holding? <laughs> this camera is heavy yeah, to start uh, off yeah. with. Do you know what? Um, and editing. Yeah, I feel like I don't really enjoy the mm. editing part yeah. of the process i'm so happy that i did it did it the way that i did do it though because it, i've learned 
so much that I still use, like mm. even in directing today, like I know how to edit. And that's and good because uh-huh. you, you, I feel like it's good for you to guide, like, now that you're outsourcing it to like an editor or like a different videographer, mm-hmm. is, you know the best mm-hmm. way to guide them because mm-hmm. you've literally done it 100%. yourself. And you know, I feel like in this industry, people can, you know, be, let you down, mm-hmm. should I say. So I feel like it's always important to have that skill set to some degree yourself mm. so you can kind of just be your own safety net. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever get like imposter syndrome? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, I feel like my journey's just been different. Like mm. it just in general, like I like I keep saying that I'm luck I'm lucky enough to know certain individuals that would put me in certain spaces mm. or give me certain opportunities mm. that would be harder for just someone else starting out. So that's helped me leverage, you know, my work. Yeah. But I don't think that I sped up my journey either. I don't think it sped it up. I mm. feel like it's helped my portfolio and the type of people that I've worked with, but I've still had to do the groundwork. Like it doesn't would change. You, would you say like you're in a good place now though? I'm in a, I'm in an okay place. Tracy, you're so humble. Do you know why? Because I feel like I'm so harsh. I'm so we hard on myself. We had this conversation the other day, yeah. And and we're talking about like obviously she's humble, yeah. Which it's good to be humble, but I was like in her head, she might be thinking she's nowhere near. Oh, sorry, she's nowhere near where she wants to be. But that's because in her head she kind of has like a vision of where she's aiming for. Yeah, maybe. I'm telling her from the outside looking. Do you know in, what? As well, I feel like because. The people that I have around me, yeah, are like also doing big things. Have are doing big, big things. Yeah, like yeah, so, yeah. I feel yeah. like the bar for me is very high. Very high. It's very, it's Friendship, very high. Yeah, yeah. Like my best friend is one of the best makeup artists. Yeah, in this, yeah. In this country, yeah. no, she's like yeah. my mentors within the industry are doing crazy things. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I'm proud of how far yeah. I've come, but. There's, I'm not blow. There's no trumpet to blow just yet for me. I feel like I'm no, sorry. You gotta celebrate as you go I along. Do, and you do. I do. I do. I do. I try to. I try to. You celebrate like the first big campaign you did, but no, you have not. Do you know what? And again, like I said, mm. when jobs come for me, they come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like so, one of the first big jobs that I did with um, Grace Spaces was with what Captain Morgan. Yeah. And. That was through a friend who called me and was like, Tracy, I need creative direction on this job. Mm. It's there's for me, you know how it's how it is. I'm always doing something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really have I actually uh, remember, sorry, I remember obviously you went from videography to creative direct directing. Yeah. And then I remember she called me when she was like, I'm gonna start my own production company. So I was like, do <laughs> it, do it. And she was like, I'm just gonna think of a name. And it was like within like a yeah. week or two, she had a name, yeah. registered it, da, da, da. Yeah. and then now it's like it's yeah. an actual like. The thing about thing. me, when I, when I want to do something, you will actually I, do it. I will do it. You know, yeah. even if I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what it means, I don't Boom. know how I'll do it. I'll find out and I'll do it. Like I, I learn, I learn, I would learn on the job. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing about me. I remember when I was in banking, I sent her a text and I was like, I'm gonna start my own production company. I didn't even know what that meant. Oh, you said that <laughs> what, ages ago. Literally, I oh was going God. through my phone. I'll show you later. Mm. Again, it's very important what mm. you speak yeah, into yeah. existence because there's a reason why I said that. Mm. Like, 
I knew within myself that I wanted, maybe I saw how things were being done. I didn't mm. know that that was exactly yeah. what it was, but I just knew that I wanted to start my own thing. At that time, it was so far-fetched for me, but mm. I was just speaking about my future yeah. plans. And I'm just happy that even though for it, it, it somewhat took a while, mm. <laughs> mm. I'm doing what I said that I always wanted and to do. And it's crazy because yeah. it's not even like, let's say like some people come from like a family of creatives. Yeah, no, what? Yeah. When I... <laughs> started let's talk about mary uh mary <laughs> my, we call, no we if call, your mom sees us sorry auntie. we call mary Tracy's my mom mary because all my friends mary because she's just mary mary who just likes to start yeah so like your family background like what so what what do your parents do you've got two brothers i've got two older brothers um my dad had travel agency really like one of the biggest travel agencies in london for mm. like the nigerian community before he moved back to Nigeria, um, my mum, she's into property. Mm. So I had a somewhat okay childhood. Mm, like mm, I'm not one of those people who pretend that yeah, I was, we were never, ri from, we were never yeah. rich. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I never went without yeah. and I never felt like I ever went yeah. with anything. Yeah. So, and again, I had like the only child, I mean, only girl. Yeah. And you were the youngest. And I was the youngest. So I always felt protected. Like I was, I was, it was fine. Like, I yeah, I can't. I only grew up with one sister. Like, I, can't I, I never like even wanted brothers. to have a sister. Like, oh, it's not. It's not only yeah because I had. Me now. <laughs> I I always had cousins around yeah, me. Yeah, even yeah. before you um like started staying with me. Yeah, yeah. My older cousin Kemi, do you oh, remember? Yeah, lived yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always had that sister figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I always realized as well that I gravitated to women as well in mm. in the sense that like. Older girls were always my friend. I remember yeah, I was close yeah. to my friend Kenny. Even the girl, the lady that I used to work with, we had this like sister relationship mm. because I, that was probably me wanting yeah, to yeah. have that sister. And you know what's mad? I have two friends that have like two brothers as well, yeah. and they they always talk about how like friendships for them, like female friendships for them, feels very different. Different because it's like they yeah. don't have sisters, yeah. and for me, mm -hmm. it's like. I don't know. I've always cherished like female friendships. And I think it's because I, I me and my sister, it's just me and my sister. So we were literally like best yeah. friends. So to me, it's like every, when I'm, when I have a friend, it's like, that's also my sister. My sister. Yeah. So back to the journey. Okay. So now from being a creative director, di get me get it right. Is it creative director or director? Director. I'm a, yeah, director, so, creative director. Okay, so from director, what made you then, but like you said, you literally already said it years ago that you wanted to do a production company. Yes. So how was that transition like from director to CEO? I'm still, I do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, also, so oh yeah, because you're the director within your company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so what was, what was I, that? Feel, I, I do directing and I have a production company, yeah. but I don't, again, my production company is a bit different from, it's not just TV and film. It's mm. not just film, music videos. It's it's wider. So we do yeah. productions. We do productions for brands. We do set design. Yeah, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to offer a specific set of services that mm. not only one production comp company that I can think of offers. Okay, so yeah. I'm lucky enough to be in certain spaces. Mm -hmm. And I want to be of service to those spaces through mm. my production company and offer value through my production mm. company. Through so those I'm, spaces. I'm thinking like... Because when, from when I was young, I feel like I low-key had an interest in media. I yes. don't know if that stems from... I don't know if that stems from you. It <laughs> I don't know where it stems from, but I've always had an interest. But I just remember not knowing how how to get there. I just yeah. knew that I wanted to... Get, I always knew I wanted to be a presenter. Like, yeah, like you said, yeah. I literally have always wanted to be yeah, a presenter. Yeah. Like, even in my job, I work in journalism. In my job, like, within my job, I still want to be a news presenter. Like, 
So now, obviously, this is kind of like a, a, a dream for me. And it feels, it feels like the start of actually doing something that I want to do for to once. Do, yeah. And I'm just so mm -hmm. passionate mm -hmm. about it. So, like, imagine there's, like, a little girl watching this now. Like, how? what's your best advice to her? Like, if she feels that she wants to break into the media industry, how would you... You need to gather the, the um, <laughs> analogies from how you push yourself to get here. I'm just trying to say something that's not generic. Yeah, it doesn't know, but just genuinely, like, whatever. Genuinely, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. And when I say make yourself uncomfortable, you have to lower your pride. Mm. You have to reach out to people that are doing what you want to do. You're going to get so many people ignoring, ignoring you. you yeah. If you hear about a shoot that's happening, go down to that shoot mm -hmm. and ask what you can do to mm. help. Yeah. Be willing to start from the bottom. Be willing to start as a runner. Just try and learn as much as you can um, because you're not just going to go and sit and be a director from day one. Did you one. ever have to be a runner? Not a runner per se. Mm -hmm. um, I had friends who are directors. Yeah. I used to DM them and just say, can I shadow on your shoot? And that's I, for free. Th for free. That, that would have been my, that's my advice as well. Because even for like, free, I guess my job is still media, like journalism yes, is still media, yes. but... When people ask me, because like, I get messages now and I, I be thinking like, guys, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm yeah, doing. Like, I don't even know yeah. where I am. But I get messages now and people ask me like, oh, like, how did you get there? And I'm just yeah. thinking, to me, it feels like... Yeah, but it's but, not. Like, when you I, say the same thing to me. Yeah, so. yeah, but when I actually like... Because so many messages on LinkedIn, people asking me for advice or like, do I want to go for coffee? And I'm just like, guys, I don't even know what's going on. I literally just started this no <laughs> longer. But when I do like... When I start sending the advice, it kind of... Then I think, okay, maybe I do kind of know what's yeah. going on. And genuinely... My the uncomfortable thing is so so true because mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. obviously see the end result of like yeah like I've mm -hmm. got like a good job mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but nobody will see the fact that I had to do like basically I did like seven weeks unpaid work for so many different well four four different so um, even sorry to cut you but it's like <laughs> even till today yeah there's certain jobs that I might not even get paid for yeah it, there's just, it, but you I feel like you need to think. Like long term, because in that moment when I was doing seven weeks unpaid work, I was really thinking, "Yo, this is so." And I remember I was working like five days, and then because I was working for free, mm -hmm. I would work two days to get money. So then it was genuinely like I knew that this might not be benefiting me now. I now, might be tired but, now. Yeah. My hair might be a mess. I'm going <laughs> up and down, up and down. And bear in mind, I even live in Nottingham, so mm -hmm. I'm traveling to London mm -hmm. to do this, mm -hmm. going back home to work mm -hmm. on the weekend, then coming mm -hmm. back. I was literally mm -hmm. working seven days a week mm -hmm. for seven weeks. And I remember my mom mm -hmm. saw me at the end of those seven weeks and she said, is everything okay? <laughs> I looked Busted. battered. I looked so, like my but Look where you are now, girl. Child. It's worth it. Yeah, it's my worth hair it. was, like, I was just a mess. And then like, so when someone was back to when someone was asking me for advice, I was literally just like, Anything that you feel like is uncomfortable now, but might benefit you in the long run, like just do it and just sacrifice that period of time just to be a bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then, cause it really and truly like, that's where, that's what got me to where I am now. Not like I'm in a, I mean, but that's just what got me my job. And mm -hmm. da -da -da. so I obviously did the work experience for like seven weeks. And then just cause they were impressed with how I did, mm -hmm. they just offered me a job. So yeah. So when people ask me like, how'd you get there? You just got to sacrifice. I can't yeah. like you have to sacrifice because yeah. I had to miss out on so much so as well much. those seven weeks. It was horror, <laughs> but it was so worth it in the long run. So I would say, but yeah, it's like I, catapulted I you to this position. Yeah, now, I, so. I agree with that as well. Yeah, like, it's the same with uni. Like loads of people don't make it to the end of uni, and I get uni is really really hard. But it's the same principle. Like you just mm -hmm. have to 
like apply yourself and sacrifice this time because in the future it's going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree with that advice. Yeah, so just you have to make yourself uncomfortable. You have to reach out to people that are literally doing what you you want to do. Mm. Um, pick up the camera and start shooting yeah. with friends. Just yeah, you just have to start. When I was first starting out, just yeah. to build my content, mm. if I didn't have any shoots, I had friends that were dancers. I reached mm. out to my friend, Sue King, who's an amazing dancer. I said to her, I want to make a video um, or a dance video. I did the whole treatment. I put my lighting in my- For free? What? Yeah. I, I, I paid for my salary. Okay. So I rented a, a house in Peckham that we used to shoot um, all the props. I had like lights and I had kit. So okay. yeah, I literally shot with her just to- build mm. content and you know you have to think outside of the box because mm. there isn't one way to get into this a lot of people that i know that are directors now didn't start off as videographers did you ever struggle with like see how you're saying you had like a you have a big network of people yeah my friend said this to me the other day like she basically she has something that she wants to do mm -hmm. and she has certain people in her life that she could pretend not ask for help but like they could help you out in a way but she she has this thing of i want to have, I want to make yeah, it on my own and not, own, yeah. do you know I mean? Did you ever have that sort of feeling like when you were reaching out to like your friends that were directors? No, no. never. And I feel like never. that's, you shouldn't, ha that's never. pride. I didn't, I didn't because I'm just thinking about the end goal. Yeah. I didn't have pride. When it comes to other things in my life, yeah, I yeah. might have pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it came yeah. to this, I would ask my friend, even till sometimes, yeah, up until a couple, like a year ago, two mm. years ago, I would still, even though I was getting my own jobs, yeah. I would still reach out to people yeah. and that I knew and ask, can I just come on set? Can I shadow some of the, my friends that were directing big mm. um, vi videos for big artists in the UK? Yeah, I would go, remember we went on the shoot um, and I was a videographer doing BTS. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, BTS. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so... All it's so that. funny because I will tag along to these shoots here. I'm not on the call sheet, you nothing. Were there vibes. I was there for vibes. I'll post a snap and people will think I'm doing something important. Guys, I promise you, I was holding the I was holding the camera backstage. I wasn't doing anything, like literally. Obviously, you, I'm your cousin, so you just invite me to places. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like, or like let's say it's a shoot and you have me on the shoot. Yeah. Sometimes I think, I might actually like, do I need to be here or yeah. are you just telling me to come because I'm your cousin? But then I think as well, I don't think you would tell me to come if I couldn't do it properly as well. Exactly. Like yeah, I wouldn't. You know, you should know. Yeah, me that's by what now. I'm saying. But then like, I feel like from the outside looking at, some people might see it as that. Like, I don't know who asked me, and then I was like, oh, my cousin's director, and he was like, oh, nepotism as a joke. But I was still like, hmm, mm. but I don't feel like you would tell me to go if it wasn't. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> no, but the thing is, of course, yeah. If you were not my cousin, I yeah. probably wouldn't know you because yeah, of the yeah, age yeah, gap. Yeah. But because I can see that you're capable, yeah. you are more capable than some people that I've met that are yeah. have been in this game mm -hmm. before you I'm not yes it's because you're my cousin yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. there's a, that level of trust I'm not yeah. gonna lie I've got certain jobs through nepotism yeah, yeah, yeah again going back to what I said originally who you know in this industry helps you immensely yeah. I'm not gonna pretend it does yeah um it's not and I, there's not, say, I don't think there's anything I wouldn't wrong say it's fair like, but yeah. that is yeah essentially the name of this game mm. Um, so yeah, mm. um, if you weren't capable, I wouldn't even, there's so many people that could, I could essentially assist in a similar way mm. that I wouldn't even dare yeah. even try and that are even closely related, yeah. more closely related to me. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I so, <laughs> yeah. Wait, I want to, okay, let's get, let, I want you to be super, super honest. Yeah. 
So, have you ever had like a, a shoot, like a really bad shoot malfunction, like a shoot that's gone horribly wrong? Mm-hmm. Yes, I yeah. have. But luckily, mm-hmm. there's no, nothing has happened on the shoot that I haven't ab- been able to, to fix. fix yeah. Or there was a time when I was on a shoot and I forgot to charge both batteries for my camera. One of the cameras, the camera stopped working. Obviously the batteries yeah. died um, right in the middle of the shoot. I started pretending that it was recording. <laughs> there was nothing recording. I was pretending it was recording. No. Just to, and then Wait, maybe, but then when they don't see the content. Yeah, I just, I did that for about half an hour. Then in my head, <laughs> I was like, this is not making sense. So Wait. I literally just got my phone out. And was like, oh, I'm gonna get you know, BTS or something. I'm, I'm gonna mix up the for, the, the mm. format, so I'm getting like raw oh. content on my phone, and because you know some people do like that yeah, style, yeah, yeah. but I had to think, how am I going to fix this? Because what well, did you have the battery charger with you? I had the battery charger, but because um, you could have been charging one while you're pretending to shoot. Yeah, so I yeah. did end up doing yeah. that, but because it was quite fast paced, mm. I had to, you know, keep going back to. Get the yeah. Get the battery. Put Ooh. it in. It was only like it was always on red. Oh <laughs> it was God. always on red. But apart from that, no, I feel like oh, I just, just remember what happened to me. What happened? Honestly, I've only had like because obviously I was doing photography for a bit as well. I was dibbling and dabbling. Then I was trying to do videography for a bit. But I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm I can't sit there and edit. Yeah. Since, like yeah. Oh, Tracy, yeah. When she was doing videography. I feel like I've memorized certain commercials and certain music music videos. <laughs> I've heard it. I think when we went to Nigeria in like 2019, I don't know what you were editing, but it's like, I think I remember I that. I hear it nonstop for like three. I can even recite the whole song before the song comes out. It was too much. So then obviously when I was like dabbling in it, I said, this, this editing yeah. life is not for me. And obviously my course had a lot of editing, like my uni course. Anyway, so then I thought, do, well, I, have, you know I, mean? do I have the thing on my lip? No, do I? No. I was like, um, so let me let me try videography. So obviously I've gone to chat my friend, he's got a clothing brand. So I've gone to um this clothing brand shoot, and I was supposed to, I actually came to do videography for the shoot, but I ended up doing the photography just you do was really good though. That turned out really well, good. Well, I kinda ate. I kinda ate, uh, but it yeah. was an accident. I promise you, I was there to do videography. So I'm not gonna lie, you guys you honestly that, you, no, let me be real. Thing. You gotta get it how you can. So the camera is not even my camera. I rented it from uni. <laughs> so obviously, because of my course, I get access to like all the equipment. And I'm not gonna lie, they have like good quality equipment. So why am I not gonna use it for free? Anyway, so then I've rented the camera out for this shoot. And yeah, so it was for videography, and then I ended up doing the photography for the shoot anyway. And Thank God it turned out well. I was so nervous, but nobody could tell yeah, on the day. Tell, like, yeah. Everyone was even you like, have oh, to, like, You have to own it. Like, you have to go on set and I own it. I looked like I knew what I was doing. If you're nervous, you're gonna, it's gonna no, show. I, probably, I don't know where the confidence came from because I was even asking questions about the aperture. Like, I said, wait, I don't even know what's yeah, going on. What this means. Yeah, literally. And then, so cool, the pictures came out really well for a first, mm. first time ever, like, doing a shoot. Yeah? I remember those pictures. Very nice. And then... So what I actually came here for, so when we finished the photo shoot, I started recording like for the video. It was like a, not an advert, but it's basically like to, to launch their like new clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Imagine we recorded for like, I would say maybe like a good two hours is not long, but it was long for me. Like it was probably a while, yeah. And then everyone was so happy with like, I was even showing them on the camera. When we were, everyone was, we watched it like in on my laptop on the way yeah. back home. We yeah. were so happy with it. It's always nice when the client has really good feedback. And then it went to shit. Oh, so then, I remember. So then I got home 
guys, I feel like you really do learn along the way to be very like thorough and like very meticulous because obviously I, ha I didn't have a hard drive. Well, that's already a, like, that's a <laughs> fail. That's a, I didn't have a hard drive. That's a fail. So then I remember I put everything on my laptop. Cool. We watched it in the car. Everything was fine. I got home. I even watched it again. It was fine. And then it was like, I tried to move it into a folder. And then I changed my mind and I said, let me move it back. Got corrupted. Tracy, I mean, yeah. every single video, it was gone. Like, it was just not, it was nothing. It was essentially like the metadata of like what yeah. was there was there, but the actual content was all gone. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is actually what I you know what? what I came here for. I'm so glad that I did the photo shoot because if that yeah. I didn't do that, it's like I literally came and did nothing. Mm. And obviously I got paid. So this wasn't even for free. I got paid. And then I remember just thinking, I even took it to my technicians and I said, how can I get this back? He racked his brain and he was like, I'm so sorry. There's no way you can get this back. Once the file is corrupt, like, I don't even know where it is. You don't have a backup hard drive. You don't have anything. I'm so, thank I'm so thankful to God that I've never lost content. I've never lost. I might have, some files have been corrupted. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I have yeah. other. Imagine everything. Tracy, I didn't know how to and tell. As I started getting I didn't bigger know jobs. How to tell who them. am I going to tell that? I've lost. I didn't know <laughs> how to tell them. Honestly, I was what? so. But then he was like. You just have to be honest, because what can you say? I just said, I'm not going to lie to you. Everything is gone. And he took it really well. I'm not going to lie. He took it really well, but I was shaking. Like, So yeah, that was the only video shoot I've ever done. And it, it was just horror and nothing came from it, basically. But you know, you live and you learn. And now I double, triple check everything. Yeah. I back up everything yeah. 10 times. Cause... Even on the go, certain jobs, you have to back yeah, up yeah, actual yeah, shooting. Yeah, I've learned that, yeah. But yeah, one thing I would say that I think can be hard to to set boundaries for, mm. especially when you start getting jobs um, constantly and you know, your phone's ringing and mm. you know, work's coming in. You have to know when to also put your foot down and in what sense? stop taking free work. Mm. Especially when you're building like know up what your you're worth. Yeah, yeah, especially if you know that you can do the job at hand and you can do it well. Yeah. And you can offer everything the client wants. Mm. I feel like you should really, really know when to stop taking on free work because mm. people do take the piss. Take the piss, and yeah. people do take advantage yeah. of new talent, mm. especially especially when they know that you're capable of something. Yeah. They take they take you, advantage. I feel of, like as well, if like it's a catch twenty two. They know that you're better than what you're even putting yourself yes, as, yes, and yes. then they can even see. I feel like if they see the slightest, like maybe like. Maybe like insecurity, like you don't, mm, mm, you're not mm. even charging what you should be charging. Mm, if they mm, see that, then mm, that's when they take mm, the piss. I think it's a catch twenty two because when you're first starting out, you're going to do free work. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you should. There comes a point where you say to yourself, okay, this particular project that I'm about to go on, is it worth me doing it for free? Mm. Should I be charging? You know, do mm, I have a portfolio mm, already, which yeah, I yeah. don't need to? This project's not going to, you know, really add add to that to, to what i already have yeah that's what i feel i feel you like know, there's sorry do you know when you were doing videography like mm -hmm. did your mum or like her friends or anyone ever try to like hire you like any I african remember aunties one auntie said she wanted to do a photo shoot i should rent out a studio i said for her 60th i said i don't do that kind it of it was horror <laughs> i don't do that kind of i content. don't do that kind of a thing sometimes my mom i don't do that kind <laughs> of a thing i don't do that kind of thing no, you didn't. <laughs> so i don't do that kind of no nah. my mom obviously when i was doing photography my mom's friend like wanted she, she did hire me for a shoot, but it was like, when I told her the price, and I, obviously I knew I was starting out, but 
this price was actually not even a lot. Mm, like this is mm, actually, mm. I was even researching, what do you charge as a beginner mm, photographer? Mm. And I was just averaging it out. And I even went less than what Google said, like what Google said the average was. Mm. And she was like, come on, like, yeah, but she's Nigerian. Anything you're going to say, she's going to say, That's come on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're not even going to give gonna, me a discount. She's going to half it. That's why I was like, you can't, you can't she's gonna half them. It. She's going to half it. No, you can't do it. You can't but do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I genuinely, this this kind of career path is an actual journey. Mm. I am not anywhere near where I want yeah. to be or I'm getting a type of job where I envision me yeah. to be getting, mm. which I will get. Amen. Very soon. You will, you will. But... I'm just proud of myself in yeah. in the sense that I'm not where even a year ago. That's my girl. That's, That's my, girl. my girl. No, my hippie dippy bracelet hasn't been shown. <laughs> you me. are such a hipster. You want to be me so bad. You don't. You've. Ne- I've never seen you wear ankle bracelet. Yeah, but this is my vibe. Hmm. I would never wear them socks, and I would never wear them to the side <laughs> like that. <laughs> I would never wear them to the side. This is this the is you. Of my bed. This is you. Very scary. You, know, you, you try to tuck it in. <laughs> No, let's see. Yeah, we're a sleeper. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we take it back. Gray Spaces when it first started, you did a campaign pop up for a brand. Yeah, it's actually quite a, quite a well known yeah, brand, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was really successful. Yeah, that really was amazing. Successful. Three day, three day pop up. Three day pop up in um like in London, and yeah. it was really. Su- I went on the third day. Yeah. I had the time of my life. It was amazing. <laughs> That and I just great. feel like everything was well planned, well thought yeah. out. And as well, because I saw you in the planning process, it was just like, damn, this is like, this. I remember was, on the third day of the, of the pop-up, I slept for 24 you, hours. Hmm? What? My you head that sleep. pounding. But I'm grateful because I've learned so much yeah. as well. I've done projects that I wouldn't even have thought that yeah. I would have been Did a on. campaign in Paris. Did a campaign in Paris. That's yeah. the first um, commercial, yeah, yeah. should I say, that I've done sorry let's talk about i don't know if this is on the gray spaces or just you as a director mm-hmm. but she literally directed a music video it was, yeah that, that was, was that was that was, that was i've done a music video before but yeah. i've done as music, a director I've done, music video, I've done music videos as a videographer yeah that's what i'm saying that was your that, and doing it this was label backed so yeah. i got this was directly with a label this was big. under my production company mm-hmm. as well so it's a double win for me it was yeah it was amazing and mm-hmm. it turned out so well on the day like not only obviously the video turned out amazing yeah but i just feel like the energy on that set yeah, was, was like yeah yeah i'm happy i'm actually like content for the first time yeah i'm like literally for the first time i can actually say that i'm like proud of yeah i'm proud of setting my mind to something and, and actually doing, doing it. it and so like surpassing the initial plans that I had mm. for myself. Mm. I'm not even one. I could do like the biggest job of my life. I might not even post sometimes. Why? Like, I don't know. It's just imposter syndrome. Like mm. I, I still suffer from. Everybody gets, yeah. cool. I don't know if everybody gets that, but it's just. Some people don't like, I feel like for me. Some people have the, op- what's the opposite? Where you feel like you're something that you're not. You're not. What like, is the opposite I of imposter d- syndrome? Uh, I don't know. Over. <laughs> over. over. <laughs> eye chest. <laughs> I I just syndrome. I just syndrome. What? I sit down, you know. I mind it. I mind my business. What? No, you actually have to mind your business. Mind it. Yeah, I just have really big plans for the type of projects that I'm going to work on. So, like, do you know some people like have like a like a goal in mind where it's like, when I get here, that's how I know I've made it. What is your like, Tracy? What is your like? I don't know if you have like a particular artist that you want to work with or a particular brand like. What is your, when I get here, 
that yeah, then I can, do you know what I mean? What do you have one of those? Or do you just feel like you're just freestyling right now? I wouldn't say that I have a particular one goal, mm-hmm. but when my production company and when I get to a level where I'm continuously directing back to back TV shows, mm-hmm. commercials, back to back, and I'm doing it worldwide, mm-hmm. for me, that because I don't plan to wait. and you know me, it's one way, one way, somehow. So I'll just Almost. call you one day. I say, Angie, <laughs> let's be going. Let's <laughs> get your up, bag. pack your load. We're going there. So we yeah. come on invited anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I I, I appreciate about myself because yeah. I don't really I don't really rant about yeah. or I don't really blow my own trumpet. I'm just yeah, not yeah, yeah. that person. But one thing I can say is that when I want to do something, I will do that thing and I will do it my way. If I find a way. I find a way. I don't know I, how you I do find it. a way. Like mm. this year, the amount of times that is I've, that Osla blood or more that <laughs> blood, blood. <laughs> that that's a new blood that my dad no, gave for me. Real. What? Yeah, your mom's a hustler. Mom, my mom's, your a, mom's hustler. a hustler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just I think it's just in my family. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just in my family. Like when I sit down and I'm not doing anything, I feel like I'm yeah in trouble. Mm. Like why yeah, am I? Yeah. Why is there not something that I'm working on? Yeah, like. Why are you not busy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why am I not busy? And mm. yeah, man. But then just... at the same time, it's also good to we've talked about this as a balance. Yeah, sometimes yeah, I feel like as well. 100%, the rest is not really resting sometimes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I have like I want to do my own short film. I have so mm-hmm. many like and I feel like this year especially I've met again, I work when I was working on the TV show, um, the writer of the show. Mm coincidentally ended up being someone that my my dad gave her her first job. Mm. She worked in my dad's travel agent as a runner yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or someone, oh but she recognized, I've noticed that I was thinking, who's this girl? She's been looking at me since Monday. I was thinking if she looks at me one more time, it's, I'm, I'm scrapping <laughs> like, because I don't yeah, understand, yeah. am I wearing your shoe? But <laughs> not knowing that she's actually my big sister. Like, yeah. and I respect what she does so much. Yeah. Like, I feel like now I can reach out to her mm. for advice, but it's like, yeah, it's so weird how like the dots are lining. And for me, it, that's how I know that I'm meant to be in that space mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Because why her? Why that right mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. so many of others. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, for example, another reason why I wanted to start this production company and it's a major like point for me is that there were so many jobs that were coming to me that I don't do anymore. Mm. And I didn't want to just let that go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why don't I create something bigger than me yeah. and offer these opportunities through my production company mm-hmm. with people that I know that are capable of doing it. People yeah. that may, might not even want to do directing. Yeah, they yeah. want to do videography. They want to do photography. So essentially, that's what I want to do. do but on a, on a, on a bigger scale. Do you know what? Scale. I just something. For those that don't know, because I remember before I even like entered into any sort of production mm-hmm. set or... Mm-hmm. I remember I started off as like an assistant producer, producer mm-hmm. for some producer. <laughs> I started off as an assistant. The wine is hitting me a little bit. Am I loosening up? Very loose. Oh, okay. Very loose. I like it. Shake it. Shake it. I don't know. You don't need to throw your sock. I love that. Then it's no. I need sock. Bomber Clark, this wine. Okay. I started off as an assistant producer. And I remember, obviously, I started thinking, what does a producer do? Like, I legit, but now it makes so much sense. But I used to think- A lot of people do not rate the producer position. They think that, what what are you you doing? Sorry, after I've slaved away as an assistant producer, Tracy- I've had shoots where the producers don't know what they're doing and it's affected the quality of- We don't even get the content that we need. I'm sorry, but 
they do a, it's a lot of work and Producing i definitely think it's, it's not key. one person job how can one person source a location source models so ah, nah, sort out on, on, big, a, on bigger productions obviously you would have like a people. location manager yeah, you yeah, would yeah. have dedicated people but the producer is the guy of all of them and like, then also as well i feel like a big thing about producers that i hope like if you're a producer you do recognize this is that you're you're basically the the point of contact, contact for everybody. So you also need to be like you need to have that. Oh God, you need to have that like not welcoming spirit, but what? Because you're essentially managing everybody yeah. on set. Like yeah. you're making sure everything's okay. You yeah. make sure everything's in order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a it's a very big responsibility. I just, and I feel like when I see producers now, and I even like read credits and find out who producers mm-hmm. are of big shows and like shows that I aspire to work on. Yeah, and I like Google them. Yeah. Just to see that what they've worked on, I held them, I hailed no, them. Honestly, because it, yeah, yeah. But like I said, like the only type of producer not, I knew, like definition wise, is music producer. So when I started this role as an assistant producer, you got you have to pretend like you know what you're yeah. doing until you know what you're doing. <laughs> until so you know what you're doing. At first, yeah. I was thinking, I don't even know the definition of this. I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah. But then, as t- where was where was I going with this point? I can't even remember. As time went on, then obviously, I, oh, this is this is my point. We've landed. So. What explain what a production company does for people that aren't in the media space that might not understand because I certainly did not know until I was in the space what a producer does, what a director does, what a runner. So what you, is a runner? Are like, you talking you know I mean? about production company? So a production for, company for, for for a music video? Should I no, speak about? For example, because your it, production company. Mm-hmm. If you had to describe it to someone that's not in the media space, mm-hmm. what would you say that? What's the purpose of a production okay, company? Okay, essentially, say uh brand or mm. a label wanted to produce some content they wanted to make a music video or they wanted to you know have do a commercial do a campaign do a commercial do a campaign or have a rollout for one of their artists and do like a pop-up mm. they will come to me as the production company to do the 360 production from it could be sourcing location um, coming up with the I, I did concept, the yeah. concept c- concept creation coming up um, managing vendors so everything is essentially they're giving me that budget essentially to handle that specific project mm-hmm. and I have to execute that from a, from from A to yeah. Z so whether that be I source a project manager mm-hmm. to do that under my company which I've done before yeah. Um, that's what it takes, but essentially you have the responsibility of Getting executing. The job done. Yeah. yeah. So it's very different from just hiring a, a director yeah. because a director you're just there to. It's your vision essentially. It's your idea. Mm. It's your that you are executing. You're directing on the day of the set. Mm. But if they outsource the production company, they're dealing with the post production, so the editing, yeah. you know, and everything that comes. Even on set on the day, mm. it's like it's not the producer. It, it's usually mm. isn't the director's team. He might have someone that he works with closely, like maybe a producer that he works with yeah. closely. But the wider team is sourced by the production company. Mm. So I was gonna go into this next. You're you're Nigerian, and I feel like the just from my two trips to Nigeria, I'm acting <laughs> like I've been to Nigeria ten thousand times. My two <laughs> trips, 2019 and 2020, <laughs> I feel like the creative scene in Nigeria is humongous yeah, it's like it's really, and it's really mm-hmm, good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so have you, you you've worked the young blue and david o one was in nigeria yeah, but like food, other than that yeah. what impact has like the nigerian creative scene had oh, on your journey oh no oh, as dear. in oh, listen <laughs> my the whole okay my good friend dami twitch who's like yeah. one of the biggest directors in nigeria yeah he 
I actually, so that's one of the people that I used to contact when yeah. I want to do like, maybe just come on set with but him. But you knew him before, like? I knew him before. I don't. I think I even met him on Instagram yeah, again. Yeah, I maybe yeah. just DM'd him or whatever. Yeah. So I reached out to him and then I said to him that he was shooting a Sorry, music video. God, that was a double, double crack. Do you know I did this on the train and the woman next to me <laughs> screwed. The way she looked at me, I felt like I needed to get off and it wasn't my stop. Did it was so off? scary. No, no, no. But I just felt like, I feel Not like it looks crazy when I, because I did it like this now, but I do it like this. Yeah, you do too. So you I do, do the I've most. I've done this yeah. and I've caught eye contact. Uh, I said, uh, I said, God damn, I need to do this in the comfort of my own home. It was very scary. You've normalized it. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. I'm my fingers. As Mary would say, not normal. Mary, Mary would say, I know, I know how you people operate. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I reached out to Dami and was like, can I do BTS on, like, a project? And he was like, Tracy, you've been doing BTS since. Hmm. You get BTS, come and be creative director. I love people like that. I said, what's creative director? I didn't even know what creative director. I had to go to his house. Wait, sorry, can I say something that I didn't <laughs> understand was a thing? Movement direction. <laughs> what, what, which one is movement? No, it's now, a thing, you know. You know on, that, on the music video shoot yeah, that you did. Yeah, yeah, It's a I thing. I said, wait. It's a thing. I mm-hmm. realized that, you know what? You need every it. Person, yeah. Every person here is crucial. I said, crucial. Well, even the way you place your hand. What? Because when you're standing when upside your leg down, is out, when your leg is out and it's meant to be in, and when you're doing Higgy, and, wow, and doing Hagar. Obviously, I don't think I've been on a set with a movement director. Because you know sometimes like, Lower budget, it's like the yeah, lower the budget, ha- yeah, the less people. To, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, the higher the budget, mm-hmm, the more people. Mm-hmm, when I saw movement, I said, wow. Yeah, and creative direct, I mean, sorry, movement directors are sometimes like dancers yeah. and people who know how to, again, yeah. move. That's like yeah, yeah, directors. yeah. So everything is intentional. Mm-hmm. Like, everything 100%. is intentional. I learned all of this on the job. Like, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, that's how, making it, I'm not an expert. Because I don't want people to feel like. But I mean, you've been in the game five but years. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. You should have a little um, anniversary date. Do you know Set what a date I want? When do you, you know, launch do Grace you know, Do you know what I want? Like what? as well. Um, I want to have like a, not an academy, but I want mm-hmm. a, I want like a group of girls that I. I'm there. <laughs> I'm already there. Already on the on the on the board. I'm already on the, on the board of directors. <laughs> the, oh, period. <laughs> I want to have like a group of girls that are kind of like mentor, oh. that are videographers, that or people that are. Do you know how uh, people? Sorry, obviously you might not see it, but because I'm like ten, we're ten yeah, years apart. Not, people, yeah. people don't know that sometimes, but we're ten years apart. Do you know how people my age are absolutely gagging on their <laughs> knees for you to be their mentor? Me! Absolutely gagging. Lies. I'm not lying. Yeah, you know, every time you they say stuff like you. that, I'm just like, I want to have like, but it has to make sense. Like, I want I them it, to yeah. do to, to be interested in yeah. a similar line of work yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. doing. Because when I started, there's a lot more now, but there wasn't any female mm-hmm. di- videographers. Mm-hmm. Now there's a, a lot, yeah. which I'm very happy about the progression mm-hmm. um, within the industry. Yeah. Yeah, relating to like girls that work yeah, in the yeah. industry because it was when I started, especially like black girls, mm. like yeah, it was not really not that. Lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God for yeah. the change. Thank God. Yeah, there's a lot. Like there's a few people that I and you have to actually recognize that you're part of. You're actually That's part true, of that. You know? I don't think you realize. I you're saying, feel oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of black. You are also yeah, one of them. You, you know, when I work, because me, I just go I'm to work. I'm so scared of you, Tracy. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm frightened. I just go to work. I don't even realize that I'm actually part of. But also, it's like, this is something, and this is a moment of like, vulnerability. Be this, bold, is a, yeah. this is a moment of vulnerability. Like, when I 
have done jobs in the past, even mm. when I was a videographer, and I feel like maybe the feedback wasn't great, mm. or you know, I someone did me in a way that I didn't expect them to do me. It still haunts me till now. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Till, I'm talking five years later. It's like I'm thinking, I replay like how I could have done things better. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, I'm like rubbish, or you know, I just yeah, I replay yeah, like yeah. so. I have that that I'm battling with. Yeah, yeah. I know that obviously I'm not rubbish, yeah, but yeah. there's that elements of doubt. Do you no. understand? Do you know what? I yeah. remember someone said to me, yeah, fuck you. Sorry, I just need to put this out there. I said to <laughs> no, him. No, you looked in the camera. No, you're said, looking you know in the you, you know who you are. Yeah. I said to him, like, I've always said, like, literally from young, I've always said, I, the goal is I want to have my own TV show. Like, I want to yeah. be a presenter. He was like, I don't think you can do that. Wow. And I was like, this is why, do you know how I was talking about my anxiety was really bad mm -hmm, before? Mm -hmm. So like when I had really bad anxiety, mm -hmm. anything people would say to me would dwell on mm -hmm. my mind for a while. Or like any, any sort of like, for example, I had a friend one time, well, I, she, we're friends now, but like we had a situation where I felt like she was a bit envious, which she was, and mm -hmm. we've had that conversation. She was, yeah, you told we me about that. Yeah. We, we had that conversation, but it was like, one of them was where, Every single thing now is like I'm playing it in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm playing it. Now I let things really roll off my back because mm -hmm. it's. I love not that though. That's growth because I'm. That's something that I'm Ugh. still yet to. I remember no, Tracy. one of the first jobs that I got that was quite a high, um, profile job. Should I say? I think even for the level that I was at at the time, I wasn't qualified to do that job. But again, mm. because of the person that I knew, she brought me onto the job and I did it. I got the content, but I feel like in terms of post production, it's not. I didn't edit it yeah. in how she want how she wanted it to be edited. Mm. So. Um, I remember, because I was so, like, gagged and happy yeah. about this job, I would, like, call her and be like, oh, is this what you want? It got to a point where she stopped answering my phone call. And that, like, mm. I think we ended up finishing the project, like, six months later when we mm. finally finally agreed on, like, how we wanted it to yeah. go. Obviously, naturally, she was probably busy, too. So she might not have, uh, not have been able to have answered my calls and yeah. stuff like that. But because of how I looked at her mm. um, and how I placed her and the privilege that I felt, for even getting that type yeah. of job, I've already felt like I failed. Do you understand? Mm. Like, so even till now, like, I know that it's not a testament of what I've become, but it's still like, yeah, it still haunts me. I'm just yeah. like, but you need to let it go. Yeah, of you course, need to no, let it go, for yeah. sure. That's something. That's a, it's a work. It's, it's a work. In it's a work in progress, and I have let no, it go it's, because it's a, it's if I hadn't really... let it go, I feel like there's certain jobs that I wouldn't even be able to continue yeah, taking. Yeah, I have, true. but I'm not gonna lie and pretend like it hasn't. It doesn't. Like, yeah. it doesn't haunt and me. And it's mad that something that happened like years ago can ring in your I think that's so yeah crazy. and that's why I'm very trying to be very careful on how on how, like how I would I treat never people. like I would never and how I, if someone tells me they want to do something or they have a goal to get I would never in my life even if I thought it I would never say to them you can't do because mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, how that mm -hmm, it, do you know mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know who said this but it was like people people for example like negative Thoughts and negative words stick more than positive thoughts. 100%. I could tell you a hundred times, Tracy, you're the best. Tracy, mm, what you're doing is amazing. Mm, but if mm. I say, Tracy, you can't even, you can't do this. Yeah, I remember the that The way forever. that will ring in your head forever, even on your wedding day, you're in the hour, you're yeah. thinking about this one yeah, thing that I said. Yeah. But if it was something positive, it rolls off your yeah, back. So I've learned to flip that now. 100%. And I feel like I'm in such a good place because I've learned to, when people tell me that they're proud of me, I hold it with such high regard. No, you do, and you do. And even I, though, and I like, that. It doesn't necessarily like I'm proud of myself, so it's just like this is a bonus type of thing. It's not like it's the f it's the main thing that's making me you happy. You have to rate yourself first. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. But it's like now the negative things that anyone has to say, the way I let it roll off my back is so mad because a year ago. <laughs> boy, Can I tell you one thing that I do find hard though in what? this industry? Well, um, especially being like a black female creative mm -hmm. in this industry, 
I really find it hard to believe people that are in a position of power within mm. our create with our within our industry, mm-hmm. the creative industry, who pretend that they're like about the community and oh. they and they will like mm-hmm. th- that's something that actually makes me want to just stick to myself yeah. because they people go on like you know podcasts they go on panels and they'll be talking about community that word community mm. it, it even annoys me now Maybe. when i hear it i just think i just think you're lying <laughs> because when it gets down to it you just really help who you want to help and mm. i understand that and everyone has the Everyone has the privilege and everyone has the... You're allowed to do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a bad thing, but yeah. I, I just feel like I'm someone who really, really just uh, likes to l- live on what they say they live on. Yeah. Like, I'm not someone who's going to preach something and mm, and, and do another thing. Yeah. I really I love creating opportunities for people. I'm not going to say that I'm about community. I'm not yeah, going to lie yeah, and be yeah. that I'm about... No, but if I if there's someone that but I how, wait, how important is that to you? Like, let's say when you're putting a production team together mm-hmm. for a campaign, mm-hmm. are you like actively trying to recruit like black people, for example, or are you just more focused on whoever can get the job done? But then do you also consider like community, I, I, for example? One thing that I like that you do is like I feel like not necessarily you don't have to hire everyone black, but I've heard you say a couple of times when it comes to like the makeup artist, for example, yeah, you are very concerned with. Can this makeup artist do makeup yeah, on black yeah, people? Yeah, and it's because, not just about makeup yeah. artists who are have a large following. It's yeah. about the aesthetic of what the what we're trying to go for. Mm-hmm. It's for the it's for the final. If can they execute the brief? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. So I go for people who I feel like can execute the job. But I am very intentional mm-hmm. that I try to try and bring on women. Mm-hmm. I try and bring on people who have actively reached out to me before mm-hmm. and said to me, "Oh, they're trying to get into this." Yeah. If I like. People can hold me to that. Yeah. Facts. And that's so important. Facts. Because I know how hard it was for me. Like, people always see me, okay, I'm out having fun, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But you don't really, really understand the nose and the graft and Mm, the embarrassment mm, and mm, mm. everything that I've had to, like, and I still go through. And I still go through. So, yeah. yeah, man, I just really. I'm still on my journey, mm-hmm. I would say. I'm still really, really on my journey and I'm enjoying the journey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people out there that are maybe like thinking about starting something and want to reach out to people, I would say reach out. Like rejections are just... Reje- Another question. Do I... Can I finish any train of thoughts? No. <laughs> okay. That's no, that. On my can't. own show. No, this is our show now. Okay, no, okay. Yeah. Co-host. <laughs> Co-host. Co-host. You know, you know I never do podcasts. Ever. Look at you now, you're crossing legs. I'm crossing. I can if even you... see the back of your sock. Can you bring the Doritos? Can you not? No, I'm not about to have you munching. Oh, okay, fine. The way you chew, we're not going to talk about it. You're just <laughs> This morning, you know when I was trying to take a nap earlier and I heard you munching on those crisps? You didn't love it? I could hear it. From, I hated it. I could hear it from the kitchen. Lies. <laughs> I'm not done. hear it from the kitchen, Tracy. It was so scary. You, know, you try and make a scene. I'm not an animal. No, she's not. <laughs> yeah, no, I've even forgotten what I wanted exactly. to say. Continue. Well, ah, I don't even know again. God, God, God damn, damn it! it. Yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> yeah. What is cracking me up? Is we haven't even played the game yet. Okay, answer. There's answer two all trains the questions. Of that you I put a pin okay, in one. Sorry, Let me sorry. get the pin out. You okay, asked me what I'm most proud of. Yeah, I didn't even. Sorry, ask. go on. We we have to. We talked about graduation. I said I'm most proud of that, and then we moved on to something else. 
other thing I was going to say is probably just starting this. Like, I feel like I was stuck in the planning, 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 mm. planning. And sometimes you, you get, I feel like you're, you don't have, you don't struggle with this because you're a dude, you do. But I'm very like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I was really trying to, mm. I didn't say, you, I can never regret anything because I'm glad that I, I started mm. when I did because mm. it's mm. put me in a position where the way I've started, I'm so happy with how mm. I started. Mm. But yeah, I was in the planning process for so, so, so long. I even got to the point where like, you know, my mum, my mum doesn't even know what I'm doing half the time. I don't even think she remembers what course I studied. <laughs> That's my mum as well. Is there not a podcast that you're supposed to? I said, what? <laughs> the fact that my mum is even asking me yeah. about this, I said, I've got to. So see, my mum asked I me I love once, that your mum supports you so much. What's that? I love mom. that woman. She actually, she really does. She like, like, she's like, she, my mum will she's say. She's my biggest fan. She posted me on her WhatsApp. Oh, call me. She'll be like, isn't that a cat post? Cat post? This is what I was so shocked. My mum even remember, like, not that she doesn't remember things, but. Just yeah. certain things just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So she said, is there not a podcast that you're meant to be doing? And I said, oh yeah. And I remember just giving, I think I even gave her five excuses in one. I said, Chelsea's not here. Chelsea's my best friend. I said, Chelsea's not here to help me. She said, mm, mm. Mm, And I said, mm. okay. And then like two days later, she came back. I said, but why have you not started? Oh, I and love that, that day man. is literally when it clicked in my mind. I said, I need to start. Yeah. My mum, my yeah. mum asking me yeah. twice. So sorry, I need to just put it out there. You won an award. Yeah. To oh, this, this is a moment. Let me just, do you know what I have? I haven't you know explained how, insane, how I got here yet. How, you need to let the people know I how you got here. I need to let them know. <clears throat> so what happened was, <laughs> I... Wow, God is God works in mysterious ways. I feel like you even wanted to throw this podcast in the bin. I said, Tracy, excuse me, I can, even said, uh, can you get up from I that said, bed? Do you know and, what I said? And, I said, do you know what? Maybe take the money back. That's just too much responsibility. <laughs> I felt like it was so much pressure, but let me backtrack to how I got here. Back to the, the graduation day, why it was so special for me because um, it links to this, was how I said I was really academic and I never had to try to get good grades. And then I remember in second year of college, first year of college, I got AAC off not trying, which is crazy. So I said, I'm going to apply that same, I am not going to try. And I got to a point where I was predicted UUE. Hmm? Tracy, do you know I was even in meetings to go to Oxford and Cambridge? So for me to be predicted UUE, I said, God has to change my destiny. Yeah, that's and then they called my mum and they said, what is wrong with her? Mm, like she knows mm, that she's mm, capable, but mm. she's not. She's not showing up to lessons. She's not mm. doing. And I just. Look, do you know what? I haven't even spoke about this yet. I didn't even know that. Do you know why I actually lost faith in education? Why? It was because do you know like the whole like immigration thing? Yeah. I started feeling like maybe it's better for me to not even have the grades to go to university than to get the grades and be told I'm not allowed to go to university. Uh. So I was like, before I even let myself get to the point of wanting this, let me just flop. And then obviously everyone's asking so me. So you don't have to like go through that. But it's like this, these are things again, that yeah. I just didn't. I don't open up to no one. I didn't say mm. nothing to anyone. I didn't I just, even know that. Exactly. I I think this first time I ever said it out loud. That's but in crazy. my mind I said. But I understand that. In my mind there. I said I can't go to university. So what's the point of getting good grades? So I stopped trying. I stopped listening. I stopped going in. So I decided take a gap year. So cool. So then I ended up going to NTU. Ended up obviously doing broadcast journalism. And I genuinely, if I, if everything didn't happen exactly the way it did, I would not be here today because I obviously, I went into uni first and second year. I was quite like to myself. Third year, I decided, okay, let me mingle a bit. And mm. then I made like, I was best friends with like Andrea and Jack, shout out Andrea and Jack. And Jack is one of my close uni friends who I did one trailer podcast episode with mm. that got me here today. Mm. So it was literally, we did a, it was called Polar Opposites to begin with. Mm. 
Now it's called two and two because we had to, you know, legal reasons, we had to change it. So we did the episode on like our different experiences, both being immigrants, but very two different types of immigrants. So he's from Switzerland, moved to the UK when he was like six months old. Yeah, a very different experience. I'm from Nigeria, I'm moving, I was seven years old. I'm a black woman, he's a white man with a name like white, white name. And I've got a very long African name. So we, we both just basically was talking about our different experiences. Like it was quite funny. That episode was really funny. And then we just did that. Remember today in church, they were talking about the importance of identity. Tracy. Crazy. So many things in church today were really slapping me in the face. <laughs> there was the identity one and then it was the treasure one. Because yeah. genuinely, there was just so many times where I just felt like, especially watching all your friends go to uni mm. and then I wasn't. But I'm glad that I didn't feel like left out because I was working, making money and I was just going but to the look uni experience. how much, how you've used that experience now. It's not even about going to, you. Everyone, anyone can go to uni. No, but no, I don't think you understand. People say that, but experience. you know, it's different when like, you're being told that you can't go to uni. Mm. Like, I feel like everyone takes it for granted when uni's just like, everyone can go, you get SFE. Like, they yeah, don't even, yeah. you don't even think about you it. Don't think about but it. it's different when it's like, you can't go. Like, even if you wanted to go, you can't go. Yeah, it's, it's different when it's you're not given so, an option. Yeah. It's so different. And I feel like that's such a feeling that not many people understand unless, mm. like, you are an immigrant in mm. that situation. It's mm. actually so heartbreaking, especially for the ones that get really good grades. Mm. I mean, yeah. Either you have to fund yourself or you can't go. Like, those are the options. Anyways, back to the podcast. So we did that um, trailer episode. Did it just to pass the module. And then they said, by the way, guys, you can enter your episode in an award. And I thought... Jack, do you wanna do you wanna do the award? He was like, yeah, why not? So I did it, wrote a little like, I guess like a little paragraph explaining why I should I deserve to win the award. So then obviously put the award in, forgot about it. I was enjoying my summer, went on how many thousands of trips, yeah. And then I was on the tube on my way to work, yeah. And I see a message saying congratulations. And I said, for what? What did I do? <laughs> and it was literally like, congratulations, you've been accepted for the Jano Media Award bursary of da 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 thousand pounds like to do your I called Jack I said Jack <laughs> Mr. Jack it's Mr. Jack I said Jack look guess, what we did for I said Jack guess what we did it for and Bantz, he, honestly so the guesses that he was even given wasn't even because we forgot about it I said Jack we won the award like he was like what I said we won the award it was just insane so anyways we ended up winning the award and then because obviously he started a full-time job so he wasn't able to do this with me so I just kind of like took the reins and Decided to like make it my own thing. And then, yeah, at graduation day, I didn't even know it was gonna be a whole like ceremony about it. So they did like an award ceremony. He did like a little speech, obviously introducing why we, why we decided to give this person this award. And obviously the award was to me. So, cause I wrote the application. So he basically read out my application. I was like, oh God, he was like, we read the first line in this application. We said, yeah, before we even heard the podcast, we said, yeah, she's the winner. What did you and write? And apparently my first line is, I deserve this award because <laughs> I said no, the boldness. It's not even like, I think I'm a suitable candidate. I said, I deserve this award. I love that. And he read it like twice. He said, when we read, I deserved, they said, yeah, I already knew from all the other applications, the first line of that was like, yeah, you deserve this award because you're telling you're me that telling you deserve it. You're telling me you deserve it. I said, it, so I'm going to take it. So he said- Conviction. Oh, I said, I deserve this award because- And I went into this whole thing about how- I set myself goals and I achieved the goals. And I said, one of my goals was to get a first. But at the time I wrote that um, speech or, whatever, or um, application, I didn't know my grade. So then he was like, I hope you did get a first. I don't know if you did. And I did, obviously. So then they did a little cheer or whatever. Mm. So it's basically saying they gave me the award because that first line already hooked them. And I gave them like a clear reason as to why I deserve the award. And they genuinely, through my words, could sense that yeah. I was very like determined, passionate and hardworking. And then they said, that was already enough. But then we listened to the episode and we thought, 
we need this girl. Like they uh, were so like, what did he used to describe it? He said, your voice was just so compelling. Wow. I said, oh damn. God. He Do you was know like, how nice that is to hear. Yeah. So then obviously they decided to give me the award and then I accepted it. And then it was just months of, okay, I've won this award. And bearing in mind, another thing that I put in my application is, and everyone that knows me knows this, from young, I've always said I wanted a TV show. And then re like in the most, like probably like the last five years, I've been adamant on, I want to have a podcast. I want to have a podcast. Yeah, you've been saying And I've it. tried with like my friends, for example, I've even tried with someone that I'm not even that close with. I thought, should I do it? Should I not? I've been in the planning stage for a podcast three times now and it's just never happened. And then I feel like this was genuinely God saying, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to do it. And it was always an excuse of oh, money or time or school or this. And this was just like mm, perfect timing. Mm, like God mm. said, you don't have to worry about the money because you're getting sponsored. You don't have to worry about the time because like you're getting paid. Essentially, you're getting paid for this as well. So it was just everything fell into place. And I really am so grateful to the, to Jano Media mm. for giving me this award because it was genuinely... Yeah, they made this possible, man. They made this possible. And I've always and, and also wanted it's, to it's, do this. It's a domino effect because even for someone like me, I've never been on a podcast. Mm. This is my first time ever yeah. like speaking about like, my journey or even sitting back and reflecting on what like I've done and stuff. How does it? How is it making you feel? It's good. Like it's nice. It's nice. I haven't even scratched the surface yeah. of like what I'm trying to do. But mm. yeah, I'm happy. Do you know what? I saw a Steve Harvey video and he was like, "You can tell God what you want, but you can't tell God how you want it." How you want it? And it really does relate to what we heard in church this morning because he was basically saying, "If God showed you like your entire journey of how you can get to what you want, yeah. you might say." God, I don't want this part. This God, part. I don't want yeah, this part. But I don't want that part. But genuinely, all those parts that you're saying you don't want is what will get you there. And it's all the pieces, it's pieces of the puzzle. It's what builds you. It's what makes you prepared. It's, yeah, and it's that. what it's like. It's like it gears you up for what yeah. you like. Yeah. And the the passage that really stuck out to me this morning in the church, and I've been thinking about it all day since we left, is literally I can't remember what, Matthew thirteen something. I don't know the exact verse, but it's basically saying the kingdom of God is like a man finds treasure in a field, mm. but then he goes, he hides it again. Mm. He goes and then he comes back and he gets, so he sells everything, sells everything that he owns, and he comes back and gets the treasure. And the pastor is basically saying, like you might feel like I have a talent, I have a gift. God, why is it not my time? But it's not like. God is hiding you from your future. It's like God is hiding you for your future. For your future. That's crazy. It's not the, it's not the time for yeah. you to come out yet. So, yeah. so many people that might be- it's a bit like, premature. So many people that might be working towards something and they feel like, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Like, why is it not working yeah. for me? Yeah. Scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on TikTok. Like, why is it working for others and not working for me? God is God sees you as a treasure and he's hidden you. And when the time is right, he's going to come and dig you out and that's going to that. be the time. And I that's how that. I feel in this moment I now. I love that so much. I feel like hidden treasure. Um, God has dug me out. Oh and no one, what? Shining star. Shining bright <laughs> like a star. <laughs> nah, I love that for So you, yeah, man. that sermon, that passage really stuck out to me. I love that. I lo I, Everything genuinely... is in God's time. Just go and relax. Babe, you're like 22. I'm and it's so like, young. Girl. Do you know I would, if it wasn't for you, I would really feel like I'm older. Like, I, I used to feel like I was older than I was in it. So yeah, because you I behave be, like... Because I'm scary. Yeah. <laughs> but like genuinely, you always remind me like I'm so young. Hey, like even this, like when you look back and when you're my age and you look back, do you know this would have just would have this moment? No, on my been, yacht. Do you know this moment would have been so long ago. Yeah. It would have been like, do you remember? Oh, you say, where was but, the studio but, again? <laughs> but it's like this is such an accomplishment right now in this mm. moment. So just take it. I'm taking it in. I'm very it. present yeah. as well. I'm very present in this moment, and I'm very great. Well, goddamn, let's play this game. 
So, Tracy, you ready to play the two and two game? Yeah, let's go. So let me explain. For those that don't know, get to know. So there's three different cards um, in this deck of two and two game. So there is a green card, which is a confessions card. So you have something on it, you know, something you have to confess. You've got to be honest. And then there's a split card, which has a, and then there's a split card, which has a black arrow on it, which is basically, it has a good side and a bad side. And a lot of people think you have to choose between answering the good side question or the bad side question, but you have to answer both. You just decide which one you want to do first. So it's got a black side and a white side, good and bad. You pick whichever one you want to do first. And then there's a normal question card, which is just a white two and two card, which has like a really deep question on it. Because this game is all about getting building deeper connections, getting to know each other. It could be played with a stranger. I've made it for my guests, but I will be you know, putting out there for anyone. If you want to play with your mom, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends on girls night, games night, play with anyone. So yeah, are you ready to get deeper, Tracy? Yeah. Pick from get. the top of the deck. Okay, so do I ask you the question? You answer the question. Advanced. You have to read it out loud. So you got a normal question card, yeah? What shocks you the most about adulthood? <laughs> mm. I'm not going to lie. The, the tiredness. Hey. Like, I feel like when I hit 30... It was like a deep transition mm. to like how my body just operated. I'm naturally like full of energy. Yeah. And like now I actually have to actively go to bed at a yeah. certain time if I know that I'm, I'm going to operate mm. co like correctly the next day. That's a big shock for me. Um, and people always say like when you get older, you know, your friendships change and stuff like that. But Genuinely, like, when you get older, it's, like, the people that you're used to speaking to, like, all the time, just naturally, because of life, life naturally yeah. changing, it just, yeah, you have to accept that, I guess. You kind of have to accept that. You you have to make, like, like a you conscious, from certain yeah, you have to make a conscious effort to, like, yeah. uphold certain relationships. Mm -hmm. it, it gets hard, yeah, because people have mm. kids, people, you know, life just moves, should I say, and, yeah. That's, I would say those are the two major things for me. Yeah. doesn't help that I'm anemic, but... Uh, yeah, no, for <laughs> so real. I'm always tired. I'm always yeah, sleeping, but before... But you work hard. That's, yeah, that's and I work tired. a lot. So, yeah, those two things, I would say. I don't know. I think... I'm very new to adulthood. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually deep it. If, you you, if you're an adult when you're 18, which I think I've genuinely started to be an adult when I was, like, 19. Yeah. I've been an adult for three years, so I'm still very new. Yes, new. And I don't even I, live alone yet, so I I'm feel like very also, there's phases to adulthood. I feel like on paper, yes, you're yeah. an adult when you're 18, but yeah, you're that's still what I'm a child. When yeah. I feel like it's when maybe kind of like you start moving out of like yeah. your parents' that's house. That's what I'm saying. Like everything that, every bill is on you. It's like horrible. every responsibility, you can't. Yeah. People still have help. Yeah. You know, you can still fall back on your parents, but it's yeah. just a different kind of, Yeah. it's a different kind of responsibility. Like, yeah. Yeah. Those are the yeah. two main things. The only thing that I've started thinking about, I'm literally only 22, but I've actually started thinking about, like, you could put that to the side, actually. Oh, okay. I've, I've deep that. I'm not old yet, and my mum is thankfully not old yet, but I don't know why I'm already thinking about this. Like, when my mum does get really, really old, I need to be in a place where, like, she's good. Like, she's That's what good. I think about as well. Like, I think like, about she needs that to be all good. the time. That's what I think about all the time. Like, that's, that's what, as much as you know, I don't really have the greatest relationship with my mum, mm. like, in comparison to my dad, but yeah. because I see how hard my mum has worked for us and, like, the privilege she's allowed us to have. Mm -hmm. Yo. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you don't have a great relationship with your mum? I feel like, that's 
a bit deep in it. <laughs> I feel like I'm a very, I can be not stubborn, but I want things how I want things. Yeah. And my mum is like that too. Mm, so you and, butt heads. And we, so we butt heads. And I feel like my mum had this fantasy when she had like a daughter that she expected oh. the daughter to be in a particular, a particular mm. way. And I was never that way she wanted me to be like some girly girl she used to compare me to people that i'm just like she i'm so opposite. far from that <laughs> person and I, I have to admit i'm not like an i'm not like a typical girl that you would yeah. meet on a very yeah. I, I don't care or like set a lot of things that yeah. the average person would like mm. i don't care so and I'm a, and also I'm a tomboy. So yeah. she had two boys first. So she wanted she a, like, a girly oh, girl. Got a girl. So now, she had the now girl's not even the girl that's a like, boy. Yeah, yeah. What again? Yeah. So on top of that, it's like my mom wanted me to sit in the kitchen when she's like cooking. Aww. But a lot of these things, I feel like she was just trying to prepare me for like marriage or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So she thought that I couldn't cook. But now that I'm older yeah. and she's clocked that, I didn't have to stand on your head in yeah, the kitchen yeah, to, learn. to learn. Let me learn how I cook my yeah. way. But she wanted things done her way. Yeah. So that. Passion, yeah. but honestly, I feel like moving out has and everyone says this, but it's still not where it needs to be. But mm. it's better it's than mu what yeah, much. You, I'm sure that you yeah. can even see yeah. that it's better than what it was. Yeah, and yeah, like I just feel like my mom has done like she's accomplished certain a lot of milestones that the average, should I say, immigrant, yeah, hasn't been able to yeah. accomplish. So I want to just give my mom. Accolades. accolades and i want to give back to her yeah, because yeah. like she has set us up like she set her kids up like so it's like and that hard work mentality is definitely hard... trickled out i what? think that's a nigerian thing my well. mom she's is not... not young and she's still going to i'm like mom calm down but it's a choice yeah i'm like <laughs> can... yeah she can chill my mom can chill but i'm like mom calm down like yeah. mom doesn't understand Ozla, she she my mom doesn't my mom doesn't see relaxing she sees relaxing as a privilege she sees mm. going out and go, even eating out as you have to have worked hard yeah for the other yeah. day i went to echo you didn't my favorite nigerian restaurant around the yeah. corner yeah. i ordered pounded jam and whatever she said anyway yeah you deserve it i was thinking this is so basic but okay yeah <laughs> so for her it's like <laughs> yeah yeah it's a reward and i want oh. to be able to Mary. give me i want to be able to like show my mom and give her back to her in a way that she knows that it doesn't have to be something that she feels like it's a reward it's mm. just like you're allowed to enjoy life yeah. now you've worked hard like yeah. just chill man but knowing your mum you could retire your mum you could what? give her a fat check car She'll house about one your mum will still go go <laughs> work she's in Malaysia what are you doing there calm down I can't do. but yeah so I got a split card something you have always felt guilty about Something you're most proud of. Something I've always felt guilty about. Oh, I don't know about always feeling guilty about, but one thing that I do feel guilty about, like that I do sometimes and I and then I immediately feel guilty about is like when I'm really harsh on my mom. Mm. Like, like maybe like for not understanding certain things mm. or not knowing how to do certain mm. things. I feel like sometimes I snap at her, but then I will like say, if, for example, I'm downstairs and I snap at her and I go upstairs, I feel so bad. Mm. And I go back down and I like try and rectify it. But mm. then I also just feel bad the whole time. It's like little things like just like mm. helping her with the laptop or like, how do I attach mm. a file? To, mm. And then I just say, mommy, how do you not know how to do this? But then I watched a video one time 
And someone was just like, you actually should treat your parents with more, like, because imagine you not knowing how to do something. Mm. You ask someone, mm. say it was a teacher mm. and they made you feel stupid. Mm. Do you know how that actually makes you feel? feel? Yeah. So that's what, I feel like a lot of people do that when they have immigrant parents as well, because yeah. they don't understand yeah. a lot of things. But we've grown up in two different yeah, countries. Yeah, I'm similar to my, my mom, like, you know, yeah. and start with my mom. That's when what I'm I saying. Start and now, you might be very like, why? Yeah, just like my mind, but yeah. yeah, like why are you doing something yeah. this way? And I can speak to her really harshly. Yeah, and I, and it does really. But some, feel... I don't feel bad. I need to start feeling bad. <gasps> no, I feel bad now as I've gotten yeah. older. Yeah, I've yeah. like yeah, yeah. But growing up, because we had that cat and dog. Yeah, oh, Tom and Jerry. Me and my mom was Tom and Jerry. Tom what and will Jerry. blow for blow? Chelsea, wait. I mean Tracy. Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm gonna say this. I might cry out, but what absolutely? <laughs> I said I'm scared of Tracy. Your mom boiled water in the kettle and it's not that big of a deal. I feel like people do that. No, let me... Wait, no, Let me no, talk no, about the no, context. No, let me talk about the context because you keep saying it wasn't that bad. Your mom drinks whatever water <laughs> she wants to drink. You forget this story. She boiled water and she put it in a bottle and put it in the fridge and Tracy was like... It was like a nolly... You know if you can hear the nolly wood? <laughs> when Tracy found that water, she said, What? And she went to the kitchen and she, she went to the living room and she was like... Did you boil water in the kettle? <laughs> and they put it in the fridge. And your mom was like, yeah. And then she was like, why? Why did you do that when you go buy bottled water? And then I she was getting onto her. And I was just there like, oh, what's going on? So back for the poor woman. Okay, sorry, because we have to unpack. Okay. Where? Let's unpack. It's coming from. Because it might seem like I'm just getting onto my mom because she's boiling water. And I understand. Yeah. Now that I'm obviously seasoned and warm but you sure yeah i get it mm. and especially this economy mm. you gotta do what you, you gotta, gotta do. boil water sometimes but my i feel like my mom is always living on survival mode and yeah. i try and get that out of her because she doesn't have to do that she and doesn't. i feel like it's it's ingrained it's ingrained in her, in, her in everything that she's done in everything that she does it's, very, it's ingrained in yeah. her and i feel like my mom has had to take some l's in this life mm. yeah my mom has had to take some l's in this life because she's tried to always go down the cheaper route mm. or, or route that mm. she feels like and is benefiting her in this moment. And I want, I'm just trying to get her out of that mentality because you do not have to do mm. this. I understand that you have to be frugal in certain circumstances yeah. and you have to, you know, be smart with your money, but there's a limit. There's and a I, I'm, like, I'm like, mum, like, we're not in that place anymore mm. when you first reached the country. That's trauma coming through, though. Yeah, and I understand. And it's that I feel like my delivery is wrong, yeah. but my message is it's because I care. Yeah. You understand? Well, it? you know, yeah. a big part of getting a message across is in the delivery. So I what get you're it. saying is not even and I've wrong. And I've learned. I've, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like... 100%. I've, I'm learning in how to speak to my parents yeah. a lot in, in a way that, that they can hear me. Because yeah. also, when I used to speak to her in that way, it's like, Mm. I'm attacking her. She's attacking me. We're fighting. Yeah. But now it's more like, but mom, why? Like, yeah. why You're do you feel? Yeah. Like, why? Like, I don't want you to live in this way because you don't have to. And the, you actually have you, the privilege. You communicating like that comes across more as caring. Yeah. Than coming across as attacking. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. But yeah. So, so the other side of the card says something you're most proud of. We've kind of spoken yeah, about it. Congratulations. Like yeah. The show. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Oh yeah, your turn. You Do you think you have a healthy perception of love? Mm. No. Mm. No, I feel like I don't. I feel like I I'm a very self-sufficient person and I feel like that is a good thing and a hindrance mm. to me wanting to like find love. I don't think also I feel like 
just around me in general, I don't really have a relationship where I've looked up to mm. and been like, I want that. And that's the same for a lot of people. Yeah, I want that. And I feel like that has like maybe manipulated my view of like wanting love. I've always, and I feel like I have an unhealthy balance of self-sufficiency. Mm. Mm. You're very self-sufficient. I'm, I'm too self-sufficient yeah. to the point where people think <laughs> like, Different okay. Is everything okay? Like, is is yeah. there a problem? Mm. And I'm trying to come out of that. Yeah. Like, I'm never one of those people who, like, I'll go out, I'll look nice or whatever. But if I don't, no one talks to me that night. I don't care. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna start thinking, oh, why did no one talk to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go again. Do you yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's how I am. So, but I feel like that's also because there isn't a perception of love that I've seen around me that I crave. Mm, yeah, and that's a big thing. The big yeah. thing, especially with marriage, when people yeah. are like preaching marriage, mm -hmm, marriage, marriage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Show me a couple examples show me. of a good yeah. marriage. But yeah, um, do I have a healthy perception of love? I think you have a healthier one than me. I think it's actually very scary how much I still believe in love, despite I love, yeah. the things that I've seen and witnessed in my life. Like, I, lo I so love crazy. that you do. I'm a lover girl. I love, I love that. I'm, I don't even know. Where, it must come from movies because I yeah. haven't seen it in real life. Yeah. But then I would say now, like watching my mum and my stepdad's relationship oh, is like they're built so that, cute. They're lovely. Yeah. Built that back up in me. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Who do you look up to the most and why are they a role model for you? Tracy D. Who, me? Yeah. You look up to me? Yeah, come the on. Most. I do. No. And you know this. No, but you can see how short that is. Why are you most. shocked? I know. Like, why are you shocked? I feel like I just genuinely, I'm, because I'm still a work in, I'm pro, I'm, yeah, but I'm progress. I'm, I'm progress. I'm progress. I'm a, no, I'm a progress. I'm not even in lying. Work. It actually is. Like, it really <laughs> Thank is. Thank you so much. I'm it honest. really is. I feel nah. like you're very hardworking. Yeah. You're very much like, I feel like I can't be lazy around you. Like, not I, even because you're girl to me, but it just, you know when you're around someone that's always, yeah, it's like, yeah. I, I need to also be on my Zoom. And I feel like, like I have that's that effect. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, I'm not far from perfect, but if I do have a positive effect yeah. on people that's around me, mm -hmm. it's in that way. Yeah. Like, and it really does show, because I've, I've, a couple of my friends actually come up to me, not come up to me, but like they've said to me recently, like, you know when I see you doing things, like it literally makes me think yeah. I need to be doing yeah. more. And yeah. I'm like, Damn, like, I'm getting that from you. Yeah, Other people are getting that from me. Yeah, like, like, literally, it's crazy. Literally, like, it's crazy. I talk about, with my friends and stuff, like, what they're doing, mm -hmm. what extra plans that they have. Yeah. Like, I'm not even trying to be involved in what they're do doing. Do you know one but... thing I do struggle with, though? Like, because I'm, like, now I'm naturally, like, mm -hmm. from you, from your mum, from mm -hmm. my mum. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. even my dad was very hardworking. Mm -hmm. It's ingrained in me to, like, always be so, so hardworking. And then, like, you know how you have different relationships with different friends so I have a relationship with one of my friends where it's like we have these open conversations about what they want to do what I want to do and like what we're doing to get there but then certain friends that I don't have that relationship with I feel like I used to have a problem you know how sometimes I used to exude quite controlling behavior yeah, changed scary very scary but it's like because I I don't know like you know when you want you you can see something in someone and you want better for them mm -hmm. and I used to be very controlling which I've tried to stop so I used to sort of like I'm trying to get it out of my one of my friends. I'm trying mm, to get it out mm, of them. Like, mm, like trying to push them to do more. It. But if they don't want 
to some do, people I've really learned to like and not everyone needs all, don't to offer advice not, when not no one everyone asks. needs to have that trait like yeah, just yeah, yeah. because that's you're like saying. that that's what whoever it's going to affect positively would naturally affect yeah, positively yeah, yeah. you don't have to force it yeah that's what I'm saying so I've had to learn that because before it's like you can't just have the same type of relationship with everyone yeah, like you me, can't. For, me and Chelsea have that relationship where she will G check me when I'm getting lazy, I'll mm, G-check her when she's getting lazy. Like, mm, mm. But with other people, I have to understand that it's not that. And it might come, come yeah, across as fine. like, I'm you over have different friends for different reasons. Like, you have yeah, different so friends for different reasons. That's one thing reasons. I've had to learn. But oh, yeah, yeah, you motivate me to like, I love that. And I'm happy more. that I actually have that effect. Because a lot of people see this very like playful side to me because you yeah, know that yeah. I have that dumb side. Yeah, and they dumb. feel like that is who I am. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like, that's just yeah. a side there's of me. There's layers to people though. Like, that, that's just a side of me. That's yeah. not who I I you're am. actually very you're a serious person Bruv, like people feel like so i'm serious. just on bands yeah no, i love no. that for me but, but i feel like because we're like we're really i literally yeah, see all everything yeah it's true who yeah. who do i look up to who do you look up to and why i'm not gonna lie no i way. feel like when i first started this yeah there was a few people that i like looked up to and wanted to mm. like emulate but being in closer proximity to mm. that, these people, I don't even want to. No. I don't, I want to be the best. I know this sounds yeah, so yeah. cliche. No, no, no. Yeah, I hear it. But I genuinely, there's no one like around in my peripheral view yeah, that, that I want to, to be like. Like there's people that I admire mm. that, you know, Kobe, there's those people yeah. that are doing amazing things that I grew up with that I knew that, mm. I, that I know that are doing great things. But yeah. Yeah, no, there's no one that I... And I think that's a bit sad. No, know? I don't think so. Because that, that's giving me more, like, you're very sure in yourself. Yeah, I feel like... And you don't even need, like, a... I feel like sometimes, like, not not in every situation, but, like, let's say mm. when you have someone that you're looking up to, it's like, mm. that's a goal that you're trying to get yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But you have your own goal that you're trying yeah. to get to. You're, in fact, you're seeing yourself yeah. at the finish line, not someone yeah. else at the finish and line, which also, makes sense. And also, it's like, it's through, like, the heartbreak that I've mm. been... That I've had through being in close proximity with mm. like certain individuals yeah. that I and it doesn't live up to what it doesn't you live up to the what I thought yeah and that's, that's they would be yeah I'm just like everyone's just human like yeah, don't get me wrong it doesn't take away from what they've accomplished mm-hmm. I rate it mm-hmm. I respect it but I don't know man there's we'll no we'll do one more card yeah. get, get one nicest thing you've done out of love and the other side oh Craziest thing you've done out of anger. Which one do you want to answer first? Oh, God. Craziest thing I've done out of anger. Oh, God. This is the first time that we're ever speaking about this. On... Reveal it. No, actually, I think I've told you, but like, my one of my ex like partners, yeah. I jumped. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, that's crazy. Yo. I remember that. I would think I was in a trance mm. because thinking back at it now, yeah, I just jumped in the window. <laughs> I just jumped. Not just, but yeah, it's yeah, mad. Yeah. Like, but. Like, yeah, yeah. locked me out, so I jumped. We don't know. I hear it. And I've, I've like, yeah, they locked me out. It, there was obviously context, but I essentially broken. Like I jumped yeah. in the window, and it was mad. Like I would never even think of Do doing that now. That now yeah. But yeah, that's one of the craziest things that I did out of love. I just broke into the... I didn't break in. I got into the building by pressing the neighbor's bell. And then I sat <laughs> in the hallway in the dark, <laughs> waiting for them to come home. And then they came home and they told me to leave. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that's that's one of the craziest things I've done. What's the nicest thing that I've done out of love? I think... Probably, like, booked a holiday. Oh, for who? For one of my exes that I didn't even go mm. on. Like, 
What? I didn't even go that. Just what, you booked it for them? Yeah. <gasps> That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, That's I, so cute. Yeah. Booked it. Me one. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, your life look anything like how you imagined it when you were long, younger? Wait, no. say that again? That, like, I love this question. Does your life look anything like how you imagined it when you were younger? Ooh. No, really? like not at all. What like, did you think it was gonna be? Because I was a footballer. Eh? Yeah, you were. You were. Well, I was actually a pro footballer. I used to play football. Like mm. all, I, I played football. Like mm. I was scouted. I used to play like Saturday league, like kind of thing. So until my mum had an accident and stopped taking me to training, and that just crushed my dreams. But even yeah. to the point where my ca- my coach wrote a handwritten letter to my house, sent it, and was like, "We need Tracy back." Wow. Yeah, I was the playing team football. Were fighting for their life without you. <laughs> <laughs> this team had dissolved. Absolutely they, losing. They dissolved, but yeah. <laughs> no, I thought that I was playing. I would play for England, and I feel like you genuinely could have. I, no, everyone has an innate talent that they are born with. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I have brothers, so naturally I'd be playing football with them in the garden. But my skills, some boys were even embarrassed to play football with me. Yeah. No, that they wouldn't want to. You know, you don't want to get shamed up by girls, mm-hmm. so they'll just. Res- Calm down when I'm playing football. They'll <laughs> respect sit, themselves. They'll sit on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that I would be playing football, but because my mom couldn't take me to training anymore, just naturally, I was young. I couldn't always go to. We used to go training in Catford, mm. so I couldn't train anymore and stuff. So I thought I'd be. It's so mad because if I was actually playing football now, my life would look so different. But yeah, I thought I'd be. A, I thought I was going to be a footballer. And now you're a director. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. I think my life. Pretty much looks like how I thought it was. I, I love that though. Yeah. I love that. No, it's su- like it's no it's, surprises it's, there. <laughs> no, but it's just the way I've the yeah. way it's happened. That's mm. a goddamn but mm. it's like heading in the direction that I always mm. I love would. that. I love that. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at, at all. all. At all. But yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for having I've me. I've literally enjoyed this. Have you enjoyed it? So much? Yeah, I have. I've literally been the best one. Mm. Top two. Bottom tier of chicken. It's actually it's actually been like my favorite one. Lies. Right. <laughs> it's actually because obviously you. Oh yeah. It's you in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has. I've actually enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? I've loved it. I've never been on a podcast. I never First speak. I never speak about myself in this way. Like I know, and I can tell you were very uncomfortable speaking about yourself. Yeah, I was like, what? What, what do What's I love? Wrong with you? I said, let me just get on with it. That's <laughs> what I love doing. Let me get on. Let with me it. just do it. Not say anything. Yeah. No, so. but the bigger you get, you're gonna be invited on for interviews. Amen. Yeah, so maybe this is, yeah, this is the first, first of, of many. many. First of many for real. Yeah, jazz. Yes. <laughs> That's my girl. What? Let's go and swallow that lobster. What? <laughs> the absolutely crack every nook and cranny of that lobster right now. I'm about to go see yeah. your lobster. Ciao. Thank no, you I've so much it. for coming on. No, I you're really welcome. Appreciate it. Anytime. I'll come back. I'll come back. Come back. I got you. I got you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the 2 and 2 podcast. As usual, follow us on Instagram, TikTok at the 2 and 2 pod. Subscribe to the YouTube at The 2 and 2 Pod. And remember, you can listen anywhere you get your podcast from. So Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen, you can listen. Thank you guys so much. And see you guys in the next one. Thank Goodbye you Tracy. so much. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I loved it. Hey, girl. Loved it. Well done.